Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lalit Dhanu Show. Today, I am so happy to have this wonderful guest who I have been trying to get on my podcast for the last eight months. This person is a mini celebrity, of course. <laughs> she is a yoga student. She loves Ayurveda and Indian stuff. And most importantly, she is also an aspiring model. We're going to talk about spirituality, life, and everything outside this country. Welcome to what I think is going to be one of the best episodes on my show. Welcome to my guest, Alina, guys. Woohoo! <laughs> What's up, Alina? What's happening, celebrity? Thank you for gracing <laughs> us with your presence. I'm happy to be here. After what? Yeah, it's been like six, seven something yeah. months now. Yeah, it's about six, seven months. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Woo! <laughs> so, Alina. First of all, in India, the elephant in the room is the elephant in the room, right? And for me, you being a foreigner and you being in this country is is number one. I watched too many Indian movies growing up, so my perception has always been different until I went to Ireland. So I want to know what brings you to India and why have you stayed here for three or more years? <laughs> which is the biggest you know question i have so actually like i came here when i traveled the world like i went to south america central america and then i shifted to india because mm-hmm. i did a yoga training in rishikesh uh-huh and after that you know i don't know something switched in me like i had everything figured out you know i'll study in my country <laughs> i'll be in university i signed up for everything yeah. but when i went to rishikesh and i was doing my course there something flipped and i knew that india has a lot to teach me and i just knew i have to study here so i did my bachelor's here like i went to actually it was crazy you know i just went it was like that <laughs> i'm like that so i didn't even have any connection to the place they just sent me an email you can come like that yeah. so i just went like before you jump into this wonderful story of yours i have a bunch of reality check questions that i have As a foreigner didn't you feel like oh my god India is so dirty stinky like like weird all sorts of people all sorts of smells why the hell should I stay here in this place like I'll get to Rishikesh and all those things in a bit which is I feel a little more interesting but I want to know this I never felt that to be honest like why should I stay here in that way wow I mean I saw those things and they did something with me you know i all those impressions sometimes was like a lot tell me tell, tell me never, about one of those impressions it's not i don't feel like you know i'm better than that i should not stay here it's just i see things and they touch me you know it's like when i see how people live sometimes or when i see certain conditions they touch me what makes me angry sometimes is when for example my friends they don't have any awareness about garbage or something you know Correct. those things they make me angry but i never feel like i am not supposed to stay here because it's not good enough or not clean enough or anything so never did like you that. think what made you move was the fact that you saw yourself in that person like if you saw a poor man without enough you know clothes or without enough food or without enough family love 
or anybody in fact maybe a child that did not get the privilege that you did or maybe a dog that would be treated differently in austria to how it is treated here did you somehow see yourself in all these images i think what like you said if that is what kept me here no what like really kept me in india was more of the yoga knowledge and the ancient knowledge they had uh-huh. i don't i don't know if i saw myself in that but it made me realize certain things about how home is and how things are in my home and how things can be you know it just made me appreciate some things more you built gratitude yeah a lot wow wow i think i think uh, once you develop gratitude you are somehow capable with this one switch every single time you feel terrible all you have to do is go, just go back home for a moment and you know you have your safety net you know you have a family that will do anything yeah. for you but now why are you stopping from actually going all the hell out like i think gratitude gives you that invincible feel right like now you know what you can really do yeah. like true power but you know i felt a lot of gratitude like my family for sure like without them and without their support sometimes i wouldn't have not Makes gotten sense. through Makes it sense. because you know sometimes it can be really tough but the gratitude here also is what i learned like i found my faith in yoga you know and i'm not saying about the fitness yoga kind of a thing i'm saying about the real knowledge of yoga yeah. so i think that gave me a lot of gratitude because i think when you have faith changes everything for you 100% and i think that's also the miracle of india right like india is such a land of faith and i think people get very sensitive about this topic called religion but very seldom understand that religion is a tool of faith right like common sense hinduism has 16000 gods don't tell me that they're true but the values the stories the learnings that yeah. they, they carry as a vessel that is what is true you know what i have like one trace which i have absorbed a lot which i think comes from the attitude and the values of their religion is how indians they always try to help you know yeah. that's like one thing always and i think that comes a lot from faith you know True. They True. give and they give. Maybe it's because of the theory of karma or whatever, but yeah. that community kind of a thing and that giving, you know. Yeah. That is something which I had. I think comes from those values, you know. Tell me a little more about giving. Like how you feel Indians are more giving and how yeah. you've incorporated giving in your life. What <laughs> you have know, you tried to do? Thing. Like one thing which I appreciate so much about India, which is like, I don't know, it just impresses me sometimes. is that energy they have from the heart you know uh, that love which comes from the heart even if it's just one look <laughs> that can be enough you know you can feel that heart energy and one time it happened to me that i traveled home from india and i arrived in our capital and it was just hitting me like this you know the moment i got out of my plane it's like sometimes in austria like especially in the city people can be very hard to say not harsh but you know there is not so much of that <laughs> kindness going on between people i was like what the fuck am i doing here like <laughs> i miss that kind of a friend kind of a yeah. thing you know even you don't know the people well here in india it has happened a lot to me that i got stuck you know <laughs> i don't speak their language like i got stuck many times but even when i'm alone on the street 
people help me you know yeah and and i, I and i also feel there are two parts to it indians being nice and do you also think it's the foreigner privilege card that does that or are you just too yeah. nice to say everything is one no like <laughs> i agree there are few like incidences where i say okay maybe they just me a special treatment because i'm from outside or i'm the guest kind of a thing but i'm not a tourist no like i've lived here for a long time so i've made my friends i've lived with my friends mm. you know so i know that this is not a thing which is just happening for two days until she's gone because she's a tourist mm-hmm. but it is actually a thing when i see my friends living together you know yeah there is that giving thing it's just yeah. the part of the culture True. here and True. even when we stay together for three years still like <laughs> with my best friend it hasn't changed those things you know so it is not a short term privilege i would say i think that's a really nice way to put it maybe maybe once you start differentiating between instant uh, um, privilege and yeah. long term yeah. understanding and relationship i also do agree because when when i was in ireland making money was great like i i had potential to make money who would i spend it with <laughs> because in india I don't just go to dinner alone. I have to take a bunch of friends and then dine with them. I have to share a meal to truly cement my relationship, right? Like we break bread. Like I I truly get it. Like they're catching up f- for food would just be like, "Ha, huh, if you're there, we'll catch up for food or I just go do it on my uh, on myself." On the contrary, I feel Indians also miss doing things alone. they become so connected to the society around yeah. then now they're completely society driven because they're so giving 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 now becomes like a handed privilege and, true, yeah. and on the other side they fail to spend time by themselves i completely agree you know there was one thing happening when i was in the university it's like for sure that we are more like individual people you know uh. like we like the individuality we like our space In our culture generally we are a little <laughs> bit more which is a good thing also you know it has both sides but what i've experienced here in india is like they they don't even go to the washroom alone you know yeah. so if it becomes a dependency i don't like it yeah, if true. it's a community thing where you can enjoy it but still you can be alone very it's true. beautiful very but, true you know when i was in the host like in campus i stayed there no and for me i love to be with people but i need my peace and my silence sometimes So I had my own room and my other like my friends the girls they were staying in like a big dorm and for me I was like oh hell <laughs> like for me it's not I can't do it it's impossible for me to manage it will like kill me uh-huh. so for me it was such a good thing that I had a room but for them it was like you will not feel lonely if you want we can give you an extra bed in our dorm and I was like <laughs> people thank you i mean it was so cute no but yeah. for me it's impossible so <laughs> even though i love that community i still feel how i've grown up was uh-huh. more in a quiet and silent space you know? i i still like the way you called it cute dude <laughs> because like dude it takes genuine appreciation to do that right because you're seeing more of their intent yeah. than than what they're actually yeah, yeah, yeah. they might not be aware but the intent comes from a very pure heart Yeah, I get, I get it. To speak to me about Rishikesh and what was like the vibration or what was like did you expect that it's going to be like that? What was maybe a very intense experience that you had? Like take me back there. Rishikesh was beautiful. Like it, to be honest, Rishikesh was a little bit more of like, you know, maybe a little more European kind of a 
experience in India. <laughs> it okay. is not that pure thing which I experienced here in like Jigani. Okay. But it was very beautiful because people came from all over the world. Like we had a group of 10 people mm -hmm. and it was intense like for sure because to be honest before I didn't have much experience with yoga. <laughs> like I worked in Costa Rica in a yoga center. So that's why I decided to go to Rishikesh. Okay. But it was intense also that whole, you know, schedule and everything. Yeah. But it was so beautiful because the group was so good where we okay. were. And so sometimes we had some trips going on, so we went around. And Rishikesh with the Ganga River, it's just a special vibe, you know. Yeah. Like, did you get to see all the pujas and the entire um, uh, omas and all of these things? Did you get to witness it? Like, we did a few pujas in that kind of a community but we also went to the Ganga River there's one special place I forgot the name you know there is one unique place where they do the fire thing yes like yes 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 one yeah. Event, yeah 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 yeah, yeah I, I know what you're talking about I've seen it in a bunch of Instagram that. reels as well yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about oh man uh, what do you think about this whole concept of okay what okay before we go into all of those things tell me about um, yoga like, I'll tell you why people don't like doing yoga because it's uncomfortable, because it's not, they can't bend their bum, you know, they really can't do shit. So, like, what would you suggest the easiest way for a lazy goof to start yoga? Like, what would what would be the? See, easiest? that is the whole thing which people have as a definition of yoga. Uh. You know. People think of yoga as in those posters which they see where people bend their body. I have a crazy <coughs> flexibility. I know the physical part is for sure like a big part for yoga. Hmm. I have increased my flexibility like because we started at 5 a.m. Every day we had class, no? But that is not the thing which is the major part about yoga. It's more the mindset, you know? Hmm. It's more about the deeper sense behind it. So I think once people understand more of it, they become, you know, their own boss in that way. So you're saying if you do yoga by understanding your body and how yoga is actually going to make you much better, will it work? Or is there a certain way to do it? Like, or is it just in the mind? See, there are so many ways because yoga is everything. Hmm. You know, it's not about going to the class, that's it. Yoga is like your whole life can be yoga, hmm. you know, in that way. So there are obviously so many different ways how to approach it. Mm -hmm. And even for me, like I work in that field now, like mm -hmm. I connect it to the medical field mm -hmm. because I've done more studies. So what I do is when I treat a person, I can never approach it in the same way wow. because people are different, no? But yoga is for everyone because everything is yoga, you know? Yeah. And, and they also say yoga is actually more than exercise. In fact, the, it comes from... Um, Karma Yoga? The word Yoga comes from Karma Yoga? Like Karma Yoga is one part of Yoga, you know, there are so many different types of Yoga in that way. Okay, but so the, the king of oh, everything is Raja Yoga, I think, right? Raja yes. Yoga is... Raja Yoga is one of the four streams. There are like four streams of Yoga, Okay. which uh, is like Raja Yoga, Karma Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, Jnana Yoga. Yeah. So it's just different ways of how to approach. Again, in that philosophy they show, people are different. Some mm. people do it through selfless actions. Some people do it through devotional songs. You know, everything got it, got is it. a way of how to connect to yourself. So, so let's quickly list out some of these things that you just mentioned, right? 
now it's but at the end of the day yoga is a state of being like it it isn't like a specific exercise or you know baba ramdev the show in the morning is doing couple bhati and then he's standing like an oscar award you know that 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 cannot be it yeah. um now tell me about all of these processes number one there is you have exercise as one form like you said you have next complete devotion and yeah. seva that you do third is you chant see no actually you can explain it very easily that way um what people know now is yoga on a physical level okay. according to yoga there are five different bodies okay like five mm-hmm. different layers so when you like i'm a yoga therapist right So as in that I approach like I work on all bodies. I don't just work on the physical body. Yeah. So if you work on all bodies, you can reach that unity state, you know? Can you tell me how you could reach each one of this like any small um like let's say there is a, for the physical body obviously there are asanas there are like cleansing techniques there are like so many different ways for the next stage there are like pranayamas which you already know even yeah. the cleansing techniques are there yeah. for the third stage which is like the mental stage there are again different different practices which you give your patients you know mm. for the fourth stage which is like the intellectual stage knowledge is a huge part lectures yeah. are a huge part so yeah. the final final stage is the bliss stage you know mm. so what we do in the yoga therapy is basically we treat on all those bodies to remove all the blockages wow and and for for me having that experience like for example i went to a meditation retreat program recently in the art of living and as you said it i was able to relate as to how these guys actually made me get through all of this like for example we started off the morning with some really good yoga then we were also made to do uh, you know breathing practices and post that we were asked to do seva where we we, we were helping clean the ashram we were talking to other people yeah. uh, you know about the courses that we were doing and how they could benefit uh, the fourth one would be knowledge lecture sessions and then we would have yoga nidra sessions and then we would have like really blissed out sessions to a point where you like i'm here <laughs> I'm really here like yeah. you feel every cell in your blood you can even listen to it going through like you you are so one like I'm telling you guys like if you think alcohol high is great go to one of these meditation centers you will see the real high like I don't know why people don't talk about it this way yeah. like dude you want to get high go to a meditation center you like you would have never been that high in your life like alcohol is nothing alcohol will wear out like after 5 hours see the thing about alcohol is also people want to get into that state yeah know? yeah for us what we say is like happiness is silence if there is silence you're in that complete bliss state everything is union you know yeah. so even with alcohol with any drugs people just try to reach that state so basically True. in this whole life even with money you get that you know that temporary kind of a thing yeah everyone wants to reach the same thing but yeah. yoga is just I guess the healthy way of how to approach how to get union within yourself, you know. Very true. One of the things about money that Alan Watts says is imagine if you're standing in an island and you had 5 cases of 5 billion dollar bills. You couldn't eat them to survive. You needed fruit, a love of a dog, family and protection. That's what you're looking for, not those dollar bills or like money. Yeah, right? I mean we live on the world which is a materialistic world, no? Yeah. So we have to kind of, you know, I think it is a balance between the material you have to 
how know how to manage you have to know how to manage money obviously because you want to live in this world now true on the other hand you have to connect it with your spiritual way you know because money is energy in some way you know you work and you get money so it's just kind of an energy true you know and and it also replicates the energy that you have like you could yeah. do you could take money and do a terrible thing or you could do take money and do a great thing yeah. right and i and i think that's where indians are somehow once they make certain amount of wealth or on their process they tend to share a lot of these things i also feel charity becomes a big part right and 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 sharing this wealth sharing your bread um i feel is very necessary and today indians should also go beyond the point of sharing knowledge like one of the things that i feel is everybody should somehow feel responsible for somebody else like try becoming a teacher not just as an indian but even as a as just another citizen of uh, you know any country or you know being a global entity you got to take that responsibility of supporting somebody around you in your community and i that's where the sanskrit word sangha comes in right like you got to be a part of your sangha so it's um, sangha seva and uh, what's for practice so the, so these were the three things that i was thought but yeah i think i i think it makes a lot of sense now getting back alina so also tell me a little bit about um, how is india been what are the experiences that you do that that you don't like that is a big question what <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest i can just say compared to my country i'm from austria no so austria is a small country we have few people and it's very different like compared to india it's a different world okay mm. and i've traveled a lot my entire life but staying in india was i think the most intense like country i've been staying at and the diversity you have here is like <laughs> crazily like big you know yeah. and i won't play pretend like it's been such a great journey only like i'm here that's the reason why i stay you no know? i must have had something here which holds me so i've had a lot of happiness i have had a lot of great moments a lot of you know wow moments i've been like impressed i've had like mind blowing moments but i also went through like hell i went through give me a couple of incidents low. give me the lowest lows take me there we'll see how that 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 is there was foster in my university okay um for me i have my culture and my mentality you know so i went to a place which is like very conservative but a completely different world so for me i had that constant feeling there that what i'm doing is wrong you know because what i do is normal for me but in the other culture it's something so different you know correct so that constant tension of am i doing something wrong or am i hurting their culture was a constant stress in myself you know mm. and then there were a few incidences as well with the university like authorities and everything which i don't know it just hit me really deeply you know that those few things sometimes even my health went away you know mm. i was admitted to hospital i was like having a lot of health breakdowns which also showed me that i have a strong will power you know i pushed yeah, through dude, things like... a lot but that showed me that my body is giving me signs of hits too much for you it's like yeah. you're breaking yeah. so i've had lot of those points as well and mm. points where i was just crying and didn't stop and then i just wanted to go home you know because home is where i'm coming from where i'm mm. used to everything so i guess it's all been quite a little bit of everything yeah 
and i think that that and that contrast is what gives you complete perspective right like you got to have if you want to value sunlight you got to have darkness and if you got to value darkness you got to have sunlight yeah. and i think often um you don't reflect du- during light you only reflect when you're in, in the dark right reflection comes only in the dark so um i feel i feel life's reflections for you have been those dark faces also tell me how were how were you going through it dude like didn't you ever throw in the towel and say like i want to go back home i want i want mommy i want daddy i want to be with them i just want to eat some nice home food just be there yeah. like take me through a moment like that um there was like one incident for example physically where i was admitted in hospital for a week and i couldn't take like there was a complete toxic like i had a like a food poisoning so my body was just gone and it was like really dangerous at that point you know and then i was like i don't belong here and i never will you know that feeling it hit me so deeply and i was in such a weak state my parents almost flew in to take me back you know and there was the physical part where i struggled a lot with my health because of the hygiene and the differences everything correct true and mentally i think in yeah i've had few incidences where i felt that in that place in that perception everything about me is wrong you know in how i grew up my conditioning and how like my culture works in those moments i was like i even forgot like how i feel when i'm in my country and until i went back and i realized hey this is where i come from and this is how i belong into a crowd you know mm. and sometimes i had those times here where i felt everything about me is wrong but i don't fit in anywhere until i went home you know wow wow i think uh, as as torturous and crazy and troublesome it would have been what doesn't kill you really truly makes you stronger yeah. man like that yeah. who said that katy perry yeah but but i'm sure um, it definitely has some depth to it uh, i i'm so happy dude i'm so proud that you know you've done something so incredible and people people just don't know i feel you know it takes i think it takes them they have to watch this podcast two times maybe to go through the to go through layers not that it's just so deep right and to get to that depth is very hard and today one of the things that i feel uh, people lack in depth is when it comes to relationships right um uh, we were just talking before this that in your country um they always believe in having depth and then committing to something but in india you commit to something and then have depth um tell me about that man tell me about so indirectly in a very diplomatic way i was trying to ask you about how many times have you been hit on by indian guys uh, i'm sure you've gotten a lot of spotlighting um, and i'm i'm sure some of most of them wouldn't have been very enjoyable as well but tell me a little bit about this you getting attention you get what do you think about indian men <laughs> to be honest like the concept here is different when i came uh-huh. here that was the first time i heard of arranged marriage Oh yeah. I never in my life ever had that, you know, concept. I never heard of it. Like mm-hmm. in movies maybe, but that my actual classmates having arranged marriage uh-huh. was something so absurd for me because I didn't know any of it, you know? Yeah. So for us I think we just have a different way of how we face those things. It's like it's 
more that we are completely independent as women in my country so we earn we do like you know in my country many people they don't get married at all okay. so they're just independent when i say individually you know like so there is not that need of that anymore i guess mm. so i've seen a lot in that way that people they don't depend on each other so there is no need to get committed in that way i feel like here it's still a lot about you know in some ways i feel like it's a contract you know yeah and there doesn't have to be anything bad about it it can be good there are like different functions in that contract you know like different parts which function together yeah but it's less about how we go to that and how here it's a major part in society the marriage and everything you know mm. so i guess you just have a complete different importance of that and maybe you get married and you have arranged marriage it's not mainly the purpose of love it's more of the purpose of duty and the functioning you Got know it. and then you can fall in love in love you yeah. know i think i think uh, i've i've tasted both sides of the spectrum i come not from a very conservative family i've definitely had the freedom to be in a in a relationship or at least talk to talk to talk about it to my parents and my parents genuinely understanding my problems and things that i went yeah. through so but when you come from a straight up society just like that what do you think is better like do you think the there's the, does the indian thing make sense to you at all or on a personal preference do you think uh, you would love to go the way you've always been functioning from your house and what would what, what is your take on this i mean not i'm not talking about arranged marriage but i'm just saying which do you think works See, what's your take i am not a person i judge okay mine is better this is not good i'm a person i reflect i reflect on mine then i reflect on that i just you know <laughs> observe and for me in the past 3 years every day i've been confronted with those things no uh. so i started slowly to question our values of relationship you know uh. so i think like i think it is a combination of both oh. which is ideal what i definitely definitely don't think is good is if there's any force Correct. like if you have to if you know you or if you for example if you are really in love but then you have to get married i don't support that but mm. if it's a both like an agreement you know where both confirm okay this is what we do and we have our different roles in that makes sense good no yeah true. like it's just a different way of what do you want mm-hmm. and then there is shouldn't be any force behind it so would you ever get married yeah do you believe in the concept i believe in the concept but if i got married i think i would do like you know a ritual somewhere in nature or something <laughs> yes, for me it's more of that you know the bond and the promise you give each other it's less about this whole church and everything correct but my parents are divorced mm-hmm. so i'm cautious with those things yeah. you know because of my past and my experience but I definitely think marriage is something very beautiful. Yep. For me, it has to, you know, first I have to be so sure then I get married. It's not I get married and then I fall in love, you know? Mm. So, I mean, this is again a very big thing. So, have you ever looked at an Indian guy and said, "I'm not dating you because you're Indian?" Or have you looked at it saying, oh, "I think marrying somebody from there because I also know for a lot of growing up that you've done, you've imbibed indian spirituality right like you've imbibed a lot of indian depth which is your learning but on a very uh, physical 
perspective you were born and brought up in a different country so uh, would your parents would you be okay marrying somebody of familiarity or somebody of depth maybe in india what's what's your thought about that to be honest i don't ha- i'm lucky that i don't have like i don't have to from my parents mm-hmm. i have a complete freedom no so for me even though it can be very difficult to combine those cultures if i feel that from the heart it's the right thing to do i can you know mm. I Makes do sense. think that those things sometimes are connected familiarity and depth yeah. because I think sometimes like the cultures are so different yeah. you know so th- the depth you know there has to be a lot of understanding of each other yeah you know true but I personally have had like my friends and all you know they're like so deeply connected with me that I think you can always find ways you mm. know so as i have the freedom i can marry or i can be with anyone mm-hmm. i just have to feel it from the heart you know correct to combine the cultures as well true I, and i think when you combine the culture on a very far perspective looks great but it also is quite hard like the other person has to be open in making this culture also integrate into their lives i think a big heart matters a lot like a big you got to have a huge heart to accommodate it and especially when when from when in india you have very stronger heads right like people are not willing to change on certain levels until it's done with a very heartful way so i feel for for an indian to adapt to a culture there is going to be as hard as for that person to adapt to a very uh, in your face kind of an indian yeah. culture as well so i think it's two ways yeah, but i have to admit like for example sometimes here i feel more heart connection to people than in oh. my own country so for me it is not majorly that they have to be from my place kind of thing you know sometimes i feel more connected to people from a completely different background makes sense but makes of sense. course you have to admit that like you know with time different challenges will come, will come which will, will come, not be there in your culture 100%. those topics you know but if the heart connection is there i think that's worth it no makes but sense you i think sometimes you don't even notice like by living together or you know by sharing time with people from a completely different culture sometimes things happen and then after you only realize okay maybe that is because our cultures are so different True. that your perspective is like that and mine is just completely different but there's no right and wrong you know correct, correct and then i think you fall into that phase of maximum growth like you're growing both cult- like like both your cultures are going to now interweave into becoming a a new subset by itself right yeah. like and i feel now you'll have to boil down to the most human core values and none of these outer differences of food the way you are or the way you speak will matter anymore because now it's yeah. intertwining a lot very interesting alina i i'm so glad you know this conversation is happening to a point where we know you in person we know what's gone with you and your professional career now speak to me a little bit about your professional career um what like now you've done a degree here do you, do you want to continue with this what's your plan in the future where we going next what's what's oh, like it's a it's a typical interview question what would you do in 5 years <laughs> <laughs> okay so like i've done like health field is my field you know the medical mm-hmm. field is where i'm so passionate about uh-huh. but i came here to india because i wanted to learn the other like alternative kind of a medicine which is like i burn for that you know so i finished my bachelor's in the yoga therapy 
and I'm doing my doctor diploma now in the acupuncture therapy and like alternative healing methods. And for me personally, I just want to help people, you know, and I just because in my country that doesn't exist this kind of mm. a Met, like the th yoga therapy you know it doesn't exist so i came here knowing that my study is not valid in my country <laughs> but i have so much passion and so much joy about this knowledge so i just want to bring it to my mm. country you know so i'm thinking now i will stay in india and work here i want to become so confident and you know have so much experience and in that way also i have to find ways with the legal situation in Correct. austria because Austria is not India, like Austria is so strict, you know, Super even strict. like with the needling and everything. I have to always find a way how to manage that. So for now, I'm thinking to stay in India, but at some point I want to bring it to Austria. You know, mm -hmm. I want to help people there. I want to have different approaches of medicine Makes because sense. here you can go to the pharmacy and you can say, OK, I want Ayurvedic medicine. OK, I want naturopathy. It doesn't work like that there. We have our pharmacies and that allopathy is our medicine kind of a thing, you know. Mm. If you have to find another person who has alternative medicines, you have to have luck kind of a way, you know. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. And I think um, for me to be super influenced and to get back to my spiritual side of things, the biggest reason for it were Western philosophers like, you know, Alan Watts, Ram Das and all of these guys. Because until then, I never believed in God or the Hinduism way of actually living life. But as I saw a lot of these Americans, Britishers and other people from the Western countries talk highly about Hinduism and the Ayurvedic principles and spirituality as it was in India, they considered it to be at one of the highest you know levels of consciousness yeah. and that's when i actually started genuinely appreciating my own culture uh, because a lot of indians today like my own friends or people around me i see don't appreciate what they already have they think everything outside in the west is super cool mm -hmm. i want to know your perspective because you are somebody who was born in europe and you decided to come down here which is an eastern country and actually learn traditional ways of healing medicine and ayurveda um so like what what was your take on it when you came across these philosophies and these ways of living so i think india has some kind of spirituality or like you know the amount of people who are like practicing spirituality is very high compared like i grew up like my mom she's a religion teacher and all so i've always grown up in like religious traditions but not like conservative more of like faith you know so what I see here in India is there is so much, but I feel nowadays people are drifting away from that, you know? So I feel like they see what we have in the West and we see what you have in the East kind of a thing. Okay. So I think people from here, they're facing more that Western modern lifestyle and we already have that. So we are looking to the Indian spirituality, meditation, yoga kind of a lifestyle, you know? Yeah. So so also tell me about when you speak about the Western part of it, like how many people in Europe or the countries that you've traveled are actually looking this way towards the East? Because I know most of the Eastern people are looking to, to most of the East are looking towards the West. But I don't know, is most of the West looking towards the East? I don't think so. No. Like, let's say, um, I think there is a certain group, like mm -hmm. a certain like tendency of people who face the East, you know, 
and those people are more the the ones who are looking for spiritual practices in that way like the people who are like more let's say i don't know like into the business or anything else they won't look much in the east but those people who actually want to have that self-development i think those are the ones looking to the east when did you ever come across india as like when did you decide that india is the place you have to come to is it because of that rishikesh trip that happened and why did you want to study ayurveda out of everything like why not something else so actually my mom comes to india every second year because she's doing a treatment in kerala so she's very fond of india which has always you know made me connect in some way with india i guess but rishikesh was more of an input of my sister in law she told me like why don't you go that would suit you so well and i think once i was here there was no questioning it was just i have to i feel it from inside you know my intuition is telling me it is my thing you know so you came based on the suggestions of people and because your family had some sort of familiarity here is that why you chose to come here <laughs> no <laughs> okay. like i came here for the first time like for i think like 2 months is it was a suggestion mm-hmm. but that i actually shifted here most people didn't want me to so that was completely my thing you know okay like maybe my father or my bigger family or anyone they say please don't go like don't shift there there are a lot of prejudices towards india as well right yeah so they they were not happy they didn't send me here and that was completely my decision to come here and to stay here hmm that's nice so uh, after you came here uh, alina what were some of the um, what do you say things i i know more than what were some of the things i must say how did you get reacted by indian boys did you get hit on a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> so were you tired of saying no like i like dude no I, i'm not into the way you think it is we <laughs> <laughs> had very different hit on kind of experiences like in my university there is more the conservative yeah. aspect of the people no and then the city or the modeling kind of scene there are again different people yeah but the first time like the first few years i was only in my university so that was more kind of you know hard to say more of an like approach in a way like i had few like marriage requests like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like i'm too early for this this can't even happen <laughs> it was interesting in some way how they hit on me i never expected to ever be hit on that in that way but yeah i mean i was also like it doesn't happen that a foreigner is there a lot you know so i guess it is also something which they are not so familiar with Correct. so it is something special in the first moment yeah i guess Hmm nice. I I I mean I, at least for, for me to listen to it sounds fun but I'm sure it's not that fun being in your position I or mean, in your shoes. You know sometimes it gets like it has gotten to the point where it actually annoyed me a little bit because uh-huh. I'm like I know I look different. I know I'm like everything is maybe different about me but I wanted to fit in, you know? Yeah. And if there were always like hitings on there are no chances for a proper friendship Correct. in that way, you know? So at some point also I felt can you just you know take me as a friend in the group where everyone's our friends like yeah. I don't want to be different I just want to be a part of that nice. you know 
and were you able to communicate it with these people easily or did you did you take time to tell them listen i actually want to be amongst you guys not like away feeling different you mean ever referring to the guys now uh, i mean in terms of friends i mean i think the girls after a few weeks the ones who were just like hyping about me because i'm you at some point they just left anyways no but the real ones they were staying and then for a few years you know ties now you grow together because you make experiences not because you're different uh, referring to the guys in some ways it was a brief you know they just hit on you and then once they know okay no chance anyways okay, you know? but if it's actual friends yeah you have to find good ways how to communicate it true and and you and now you've moved from like being this one person who's super comfortable with yourself to being with a completely new culture speak to me about why is it important to come out of your comfort zone especially at a young age and you've done it better than anybody <laughs> like i feel you've crossed so many comfort zones uh what is the importance of doing it like because you know in india not many people are allowed to come out of their comfort zone experience freedom uh what is that given to you and tell me the importance about it see for me what i'm for sure very lucky is in the family i have like even sometimes i have to convince them in some way that what i'm doing i really want to do but i have their basic support always you know that back kind of a thing mm-hmm. i they always have my back mm-hmm. but i think for me especially when i was i shifted the first time i was 15 no i left my home for a long time wow so i think that was essential for me to become an adult you know to to be more independent to know okay this is my life now i'm i have a family and everything but i am an individual and i live my own life now you know where did you so, go when you were 15 i went to colombia i shifted to south america mm-hmm. and i studied there so i was living with a complete new environment i stayed with a family there which i didn't know at all before but why did so, you go to colombia out of all places uh, because i did an exchange with rotary oh so okay it was the available country Okay. And I love South America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me something about South America that you absolutely love. See that that fire they have, you know, and I love Spanish. Like I speak Spanish. Yeah. So for me that kind of fire and that burning and their like compassion and all is what I love. Uh-huh. And the country is also very beautiful, you know. Like they nice. have a lot of like beauty there. Yeah, and I also feel uh, it is one of those uh countries to towards the west which is which has more spiritual depth in it compared to the other countries like america or the united kingdom i feel south america yeah. has a lot more culture uh yeah. deep rootedness and stuff like that mm. they have a lot of depth to be honest i think all parts of the world have a lot of ancient knowledge even in europe but in europe a lot of been like a lot of it has been lost you know mm. so i think that's what is still very especially south america and India or generally Asia mm-hmm. said yeah the True. depth of the knowledge is still there there's a lot of uh, you know preserving that's happened yeah. so yeah so tell me about this being independent thing again let's get back to that uh, so you said you came out at 15 you went to colombia yeah uh, oh you asked me about why i think it is so important yeah. see for me it's like um i love going back to my family and they are like my world you know but i think for every young person it is important maybe shifting out of the city or even in their own place or you know just you know you have to 
kind of go you have to not cut the strings attached but you have to get your space space yeah so you find your own life your own way of yourself you know and what i have experienced a lot is like people always say like wow so amazing how much you have traveled uh -huh. but they don't see the costs of it as well yeah so through traveling and through leaving my country i have learned things and i have had to learn things which i would have never been able to in my country what are know? some of the things that you've learned to be honest i've had situations which were like i was stuck or you know you have to you're completely only depending on yourself there is no one else Yeah. So you have to figure everything out for yourself. You have to take of your care of yourself. You have to take care of your stuff. You have to plan by yourself. Your finances, everything, no? Mm. So there won't be your mommy or daddy who takes care. You're there, you're alone, and you can make people, but you have to face it that you are responsible for yourself. True. And and I feel because you're left in that hopelessness kind of phase <laughs> where you're like, dude, what do I do? But then you realize you're all by yourself. There's a very big self-realization moment that's about yeah. to happen. I mean, I have to admit like for me even if I am completely on the other side of the world, my parents are always there for me. Like yeah. even now, you know, my dad has had calls with the Saudi Arabian airline or something. He doesn't even speak English. So <laughs> it's like they always have my back, uh -huh. but they know that I am completely independent also, you know. Hmm. Which makes it a good combination because yeah. now I have a very healthy relationship to them. But yeah. they know that I'm an adult, and they don't see me as a kid. Yeah, know? makes sense. Makes sense. And I think a lot of Indian parents need that, <laughs> <laughs> truly, because you know Indian parents who are so tied uh, to the kind of situations that we are in, to the people that we're in, the expectations that my child will stay with me and take care of me until my death, um, is I feel um, a good thing and also a bad thing. There's something so divine about. Uh, Indians that I feel once you, you mature very well as an Indian you know as a human being uh, because a lot of other countries you know death is a topic that they wouldn't want to talk about but in India it is celebrated it is looked upon there are rituals to death and most importantly because you're sharing a house with somebody who's old you're also getting wiser looking at them like you see a reflection of who you will be hmm. but i feel a lot of times many people who don't have this opportunity usually don't build gratitude don't mature as an adult the way they have to be so i think this is the good side of not having freedom or like the kind of things that you got to get exposed to but if you're open to understanding that through life yes great but for an average indian i feel he matures quicker but it's just that his freedom does not have any um, you know bounds for it to be experimented see i think there are like like light and dark sides to everything i guess no but it's not like even in my country people think i'm crazy yeah <laughs> it's not that i am the average kind of an austrian person if you think yeah, that like true. especially when it comes to like lifestyle or traveling or whatever <laughs> no <laughs> these people will think i'm crazy so um even we have that more preserved kind of a culture and we have but i do think that maybe the relationships between children and parents are very different there hmm. but it's more about their own decision so if my friends want to go they can go but maybe they don't even want to so i guess that is a big point do you want or do you not want correct correct 
Tell me about how you've also managed to spend and earn money post your age of 15 because once you're traveling of course your parents will support you but not throughout as well how did you earn how or did your parents still support you through the entire process how did it go So my parents are very supportive like as long as I am like in the study phase they will take my costs I went like uh, until I was in high school I stayed with them only you know I was in my home in Colombia the family took care of me because afterwards we took care of one colombian child you know it's okay. like an exchange no okay so what happened when i was after i finished my high school i went backpacking no like i traveled the world alone okay with my backpack and in that time they didn't like i was just working you know so i had my volunteer places where i worked and then i got food and accommodation oh, which okay. kind of cut the cost like of working Isaac, I don't know, it's like called Workaway, so it's okay. an app you just text them and then they will tell you okay you can come or you can't come. Okay. So you know that is how you can manage your finances because anyways you work every day for them so they Pay make you. it you know even. Okay, that's yeah. nice. That's interesting. So how many countries have you traveled? <laughs> I counted it once. I think like 24 or 25. Damn, that that's a lot of countries. Yeah. Which country do you think is by far more different than any other country? India. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean to be honest, each country has their own differences. I think now if you are there, you would probably say Austria. Yeah. But for me Austria is so normal, no? Yeah, yeah, true. So, so among the India. 25, among the 25 countries that I'm Yeah, talking. I guess it's India. Like yeah. comparatively to my world and my country, India is the biggest difference and the biggest difference that's nice um tell me about some of your other countries and experiences that you've gone through like what, what apart from india apart from india um well like us it's not such a huge difference you know but for me personally i lived in sanzibar for okay. some time like tanzania i stayed there I was working as a yoga teacher and I did my study online because it was locked down. So I decided to take up to Tanzania and there it was also a completely different world. But there is a lot of like in Zanzibar there is that connection between a lot of tourism because it's those white beaches kind of a thing, no? Uh-huh. and the really conservative culture of the um people who stay there you know the natives so that confrontation is very interesting as well uh-huh. you know how to balance it out in a way where the people in a bikini are on the beach the tourists <laughs> and then actually the the island is muslim no yeah so it was very interesting also that nice. connection kind of uh so yeah one was tanzania and apart from tanzania what what other country was really interesting what okay by the way just name as many as countries you can that you visited oh uh, for me uh, you know what changed my life a lot was the amazon forest oh wow uh, i was staying in colombia no then i went like brazil and peru also yeah and uh, once i went in like i went twice to the amazon forest and it's like once we went with like a lot of exchange students we all went together and we were in that huge boat you know and we went the whole day inside the jungle and then we slept wow. in a resort which is like only we were there you know and it was the most beautiful like uh, sky i've ever seen and we did like a lot of things which were like only us and nature you know wow. nothing else no electricity no nothing wow and that i think really changed my life as well 
like what way did it change your life tell me like the kind of things that went on in your head and the experience i was in a really bad state back then like like i had a really tough time mentally there and i was not i was not doing well so when i went to the amazon river and that like you know the amazon forest generally that vibe i think something it was just a different feeling of life you know sometimes you have those moments where life hits you differently correct and i had that moment and that i think i switched when i decided like yes i want to live you know that kind of a spirit mm. yeah wow wow then what every country has you know when i go to turkey there is something which inspires me like the street food or the mosques or if i go to egypt and you know go snorkeling in the red sea it's like wow or i go to south africa and we do the safari and you know elephants come hunting you and yeah. like, or costa rica has the most beautiful landscape and countryside ever so i think whenever i go anywhere even if it's like inside europe you know if you travel to ireland for example or you travel to greece you can see so many things even by traveling a few kilometers you know so so tell me to go to these countries do you need a lot of money how how what's the best way one can go to these countries at very less cost see people always think like going abroad then like i don't know they have to go dubai they have to pay the hotel like i don't know how much money some people travel like that you know yeah. then you can do it maybe once a year you can go to the place you can stay there have a full luxury and then go back and that's it but what i do is more i don't travel as a tourist more i do it more as a lifestyle kind of a thing no so i know a lot of people like all over the world so usually i stay with those people to know their culture better you know mm. i don't want to be that kind of a just superficially knowing okay sightseeing this but i want to actually know the culture you know so either i do that or i love to stay as couch surfing also have you heard of that yeah app? i have i have yeah so it's just a different feeling you get by staying with the locals or there are a lot of ways how you can work voluntarily so everything will be compensated you know so when was the last time you read this uh, the volunteering no i mean this whole couch surfing volunteering thing everything when was the last so time you traveled i traveled to with my sister she came in june she picked me up from india we went to nepal also we met couch surfers there sometimes you stay in hostels So we did a crazy like we are crazy together so we just you know we just go we just live in the moment everything will come you trust the universe you know yeah. so we stayed in Nepal then we have friends in Rajasthan so we stayed there then we went Kerala you know we went so we either we know people or we go through couch surfing or opportunities will come nice you know once i walked in Costa Rica with my friend and we were looking for a hostel Then randomly one lady asked us what we are looking for we said a hostel she said come stay in our house it's like that <laughs> you know if you trust everything will fall in place yeah, and you realize that there's a beautiful rhythm to the universe itself right while you're traveling because now most people want things planned they want to know exactly what they're doing they want to enjoy yeah. but i feel traveling is actually this when you go and you'll try living every moment by itself like not knowing what you have to do is the best thing about the trip right and if everything became so predictable that you had to do this 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 
then i feel it takes away the unpredictability part of this whole thrilly adventurous ride that you want to have i mean i guess it depends on what you want like if you're like so stressed out and you want like 5 days of complete relaxation i don't yeah. think it's good to stay yeah. with like couch surfing yeah true because i think traveling actually also like takes a lot of energy yeah so if you just do a vacation that is different yeah but then if you want that adventure and that like real culture kind of a thing that is traveling for me it's not vacation you know yeah true i think there's a very significant difference in that yeah um man you you tell me tell, tell me some interesting stories like some maybe you met somebody crazy or maybe you met something happened you lost a bag <laughs> you lost a friend what tell me some crazy stories about your travels crazy stories we have done like crazy 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 things but uh, once for example i went with my sister uh, we went in bicycle okay like we went in the train we took our bicycles to like netherlands and then we rode through germany like we just rode in bicycle okay we had our backpack and all wow. and then we were like we didn't plan anything we didn't know where we'd sleep so we had that one night where we wanted to find a place but there was no place so we were like let's just ask someone if we can sleep in their garden you know so we asked them and then they thought we have like the full equipment you know like a tent and everything and we had one towel which we were sleeping on and one sleeping bag and that's it wow and they thought we were mad you know it was crazy we didn't we didn't plan and it was an amazing <laughs> trip you know but it was crazy yeah, yeah wow now i'm interested to listen to more <laughs> tell me more <laughs> alina i always do those kind of things you know even in costa rica sometimes i just took off people were like are you crazy i was like no oh, it's okay then i went in bus you know I just went and I was like there then okay I had to go back you know all those things it just happens spontaneously and if you're with people for example then the real crazy shit happens you know yeah, tell me especially with my sister and my cousin yeah. I think we like mm, let me think of like something like once we went in safari in South Africa you know there's a huge national park and then there are like small stations okay you know like It's a like a wild national park. There are like all animals, so you have to sleep in those preserved areas. So we were staying there with few people, and then we did the night tour in the bus. Okay. And then they had the stations, you know. So one station was there, and we said, okay, now we're like we reached. So we took off and we like reached the place, and then the bus took off, and we realized shit that is not our station. <laughs> Oh god. And you can't go out, no, because oh. that is a wild park. Yeah. So we were like, holy shit, now what are we going what to do? The other people were waiting for us, no? Okay. If you get lost in that park, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what did you do? Uh there was some very nice uh how to say like taking care of the wild like park, so he took us in cheap and like 20 minutes further was our camp. It's <laughs> like things happen, but then always someone will be there to help you. Nice. Nice. Man. Your 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 life sounds so adventurous and crazy. <laughs> I I think it's it's like straight from a movie. This is one movie in Netflix, no? What is it? It's called Gone into the Wild, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you I watched it? Yeah, I've watched it. My yeah. sister wants to do that thing. Uh, yeah, dude, it's just crazy like like there's this one American kid who is like one nerd and all of that, okay? And he's like completely into studies and stuff. And his dad always has high expectations of him that you have to do this that 
one day he'll ask his dad to buy him a car he'll 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 take the car he'll be like he'll write a letter he'll be like thank you so much i'm gone and the parents will never ever find him until he's dead yeah right and what a movie dude like what a movie i'm like wow and when you say these things i'm like your story is so close to a movie <laughs> you should i really think alina some point of time i think i was very young when i just started to do crazy things you know and i think it's like an addiction you know for mm. me if i stay at the same place like forever i don't know it's not what i feel like my life should feel like you know yeah but do you also think that it will change over over a period of time maybe when you get older i was thinking that but i'm not sure like even now i can feel it sometimes that i get tired i just want to settle yeah. i think now i have just found the balance in between the habits i need to keep up yeah. to be healthy in that kind of a lifestyle and i'm i don't like moving all the time you yeah. know but i think changing with my own set of habits which i keep is a very healthy thing to you know to have that adventure but still True. that kind of a grounding yeah i th- i think eventually as you grow up your core values also change as an individual you start seeing life differently and and settling down also keeps your mind at calm sometimes and you need that because human brains love predictability like we love to know what's going to happen next we love to know that our business might take yeah. off and we might have sustainability uh, but we also like the adventurous part where we feel safe within our presence but we're experiencing everything new but you know what is very interesting for me it's like even though i live in other countries i will always feel where i grew up and my culture kind of a conditions you know yeah. so for me when i travel i'm okay like things will have adventure but when i stay somewhere yeah. for me that unpredictability for example in india you know there there are no like we are very punctual and we are very structured you know so that unpredictability is like so stressful because the culture is so different you know yeah, yeah. so in some way i think i am both i love the adventure but if i stay somewhere i also like to have my structure nice kind of you know my system in a way yeah because because you need, you're not at home first of all you and you need something that makes your life easier and avoids you from overthinking and breaking your head and you need some easy going things in your life i mean i was always thinking like why am i like that especially when i was staying in campus with my friends because their culture is so different no so i was in that kind of a state where i was like okay i know i'm from somewhere else but i want to so fit in you know yeah. until a certain point where i was like see i know i want to fit in and i have found people who are my friends but i have to accept that i'm different because the way how i grew up and the way like you know there's a reason why i was born in my country right yeah so the culture and the silence we have and the privacy also we have i have to take myself serious because if i keep pushing myself like <laughs> i have to be the same yeah, it won't be healthy for me true I, and and let's say you found your business groove here and you found out like right now you're at an experimental phase in india right you're <laughs> trying to see what works what doesn't work for you yeah. but let's say it does work for you and you know things work out in a way where you want it do you think you have what it takes to stay in india even if you have let's say you have a successfully established something for yourself would you have you developed that kind of um, familiarity with india that you would you'd stay here forever if given the chance see for me 
I have found my way of how I like to live in India. Okay. It's like I don't send myself out to the traffic every day or something. I know my limits. So I know a way how I can live in India and still feel comfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. So, what would be that way? Like I want my space and you know, I want a quiet space and then I have to kind of work on I can't set myself out to too much hectic. I know that's not doesn't do me well. So if yeah. it happens sometimes it's fine. Yeah. But in a normal day life, you know, I'll focus on my work, on my home, on my habits, like focusing on my sports and my people. But I wouldn't set myself out and go to the market every day or you know, yeah. street traffic and that's yeah. something which stresses me out a lot. Uh-huh. So I think I found those things and I know how to avoid them in a better way, especially once I'm settled. But like, I really want to stay here and I want to build up my business and also my work. But I know that at some point I want to bring what I learned here and my knowledge to Austria. Hmm. And that is not now, but let's say, even if it's in 10 years, I know at some point it's going to happen that I want to bring it to my culture. You know? Nice. And I think that way, it, it, it the dream has another step, another layer where I feel a lot of people in your country will have more impact uh, of what you are doing rather than here than there. Because there people are not used to the Indian culture of things or the Indian way of doing things. So I think the impact that you can actually make in Austria is far more than the impact that you can make here. I hope. Yeah. yeah true. It's my big dream, you know. Because I can see the options you have here, which we do not have in my country. And the strictness of my country, I hope it's going to change, you know. I feel in my country there is a movement that it's more opening towards the alternative side because people are more interested in that now. So I think actually now is a good time for me to study everything here because the time will come, you know. Mm, True. Man, I'm sure, I ho- I really hope that your dream does come true and you help a lot more people, especially people from your country, yeah. um, realize what alternative medicine is and with somebody like you with it, I'm sure it's going to happen. I genuinely feel that for an individual to really, by the age of 22, live so many parts of life is a truly a blessing and I, I'm glad that you're able to share that today on the podcast to, to, to I don't know how many people are going to watch this, but to every watching they must also understand that there is more beyond their normal life and I think Alina you are that perfect example for me uh, it's truly been a pleasure man uh, to, to get you on this podcast man it, 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 it's fantastic thank you so on that note Alina thank you so much for coming on this podcast it has been one amazing conversation in fact one of the longest conversations I've had <laughs> in all of my podcasting and I feel we should do more of this um, maybe we can do a p- part two episode separately or maybe we can make this one like that but honestly I feel there's so much commonality yet we come from two different countries Um, I strongly feel that and I'm glad I was able to have this conversation. Thank you, it's my pleasure. (laughs) Woohoo, yay.